You're listening to the Thriving Mom Podcast. I'm life and nutrition coach Ume Oguta, and I'm here to help you create the motherhood of your dreams without sacrificing your health and well-being. On this podcast, we dive into mindset, strategy, and skills that will help you stop surviving and start thriving in the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Are you ready, mama? Let's journey together. Hello, Thriving Moms. Welcome to another podcast episode. How are you? I am feeling a little confused. (laughs) It's like August here and the weather feels like fall already. We're having nine degree days, nine degrees Celsius. And I'm just like, okay, come on. Can we have a few more days of heat? It's so interesting because my body is like, okay, what's happening? My feet are cold. So I've started wearing my winter socks because they're so warm and fuzzy. And of course, with the confused weather comes cold. This is what happens. Every time the weather changes, I just start getting bouts of cold until we have whatever season it is. So bear with me if my voice sounds a little hoarse today. For today's episode, we're talking about delayed living. And I've got a question for you. Are you existing or are you thriving in your life? Because this idea of delayed living is something that I noticed in my clients. I noticed this in myself as well, but because I coach primarily moms, there's a theme that I keep seeing. And that's why I named it delayed living because I don't have a different name for it. I'm not trying to be like scholarly here. I just want to put it in a way we can all understand and recognize if this is happening or not. Now, delayed living is this idea that we believe our good feelings, that you know, the things that we really want will happen sometime in the future. So what do we do? We choose to settle, almost like we limit the amount of pleasure and fun that we allow into our lives because we're waiting for that magical day in the future. And mums fall into this trap a lot because of the existing societal expectations that say or that tell us that a good mom puts herself last, right? So when I talk to moms about self-care, when I talk to them about taking some time just for themselves, maybe go for a walk, eat what they really want, people start saying things like, but that's selfish. And you'll know if you're if this is happening. So I thought we would talk about it. And in this episode, I'm inviting you to take an inventory of where you may be holding yourself hostage for that ideal future. So you can decide and make the necessary changes that'll help you live your life to the full now without waiting for that ideal career or body or house or circumstance in the future. So let's talk about it. So I was thinking about the cold weather today and I know fall is just around the corner. I see fall as the best season in the year. Don't care. You can argue with whoever you want to argue, but I'm a bit biased here because I'm a fall baby. I was born in September, but beyond that, I just think there's really something unique about the fall season, especially in places where you can notice the change, right? In the fall, I feel like you really see how nature switches from this green and vibrant, luscious living to more calm and dry and almost like going inwards, right? The leaves start to fall, things start turning orange or brown or deep purple depending on where you live it's just so beautiful and i love it so much (laughs) and i think this is so important for us to observe as humans because 
sometimes we miss out on acknowledging our own cycles, our own seasons, especially as moms. And what do I mean by that? As we head into the fall, at least where I live, you'll notice the changes. The days start to get shorter. It gets darker earlier. And you don't see the rain fall. You don't see the sun try to shine at 10 o'clock at night. Why? Because that season is past. And now it's time for rest. So the fall does its thing. And when winter comes, winter comes out full blast and goes and rests. And then spring comes and then it goes and rests. And the cycle continues. And I really want us to start looking at our lives in this way. Because sometimes I feel like as moms, we've been taught to just wait. Right? We want to put our lives on hold until maybe our children are older, until I lose weight, until I gain confidence, and then I'm going to apply for that job, or I'm going to build that business, or I'm going to take some time off to say, I just want to rest and not have kids running all over me. We feel like, or we think that when our bodies change, when our kids get older, when things feel calm, then we'll finally start to allow those good feelings. We'll feel good about ourselves. It's almost like we argue for or we justify feeling unhappy, feeling irritated, just not having the greatest of feelings right now. It's almost like, yeah, this is my situation, so we'll just settle. But that's not true. At the end of the day, it's a fundamental issue that boils down to us not feeling like we're enough, like we're not worthy of living life to the fullest in this moment and in this season. So here's my challenge to you. Stop delaying your living. When I'm coaching my one-on-one clients in my program Thrive, which is my program for food and body image healing, there's a lesson where I talk about worth. So we talk about redefining your worth as a mom and how you see things like energy and boundaries and self-care, your family. I think there are about seven different things that I've learned from my clients that I put into this lesson. And it's not what you would expect from this kind of program. I know that. But my program is not like any other program out there. In Thrive, I created this with my clients in mind. I am that first client, but as I've coached more women, I've learned so much from them. And I've literally seen that there's a different way that we can approach food and body image. And I'm very proud of what I've created. Yes, we talk about food and body image, But we also talk about things like worth and why you matter because that matters too. And for me, I'm not just here to help you stop being afraid of donuts and ice cream. I want to up-level your experience of donuts and ice cream so that when you decide to eat them, you enjoy them to the fullest. And when you don't, you don't feel like you're missing out. It doesn't put a dent in your emotions. When you think about the, the weather and the seasons, Winter isn't trying to be summer. Summer isn't trying to be fall. They show up, they do what they do, and then they go in and rest. And then they come out again and do what they do. And each time they do it with such vibrancy, this is the way we can look at our lives. I want to poke holes in women, especially mothers' excuses of putting off living their best lives to some time in the distant future. Because how you do one thing is how you do the rest. Yes, food and body image matter, but they're really not the problem. And after coaching so many of you, I know this. Because half the time, we don't even talk about food or body image. We talk about things like boundaries and energy and self-care 
and family priorities. These are the deeper issues that need to be addressed. Because otherwise, we'll always keep talking about food. We'll always keep talking about our body image. And as long as that's the struggle, we'll keep delaying, right? We use food, we use our bodies as the problem. And then we continue to sit in overwhelm and stress and pain and dissatisfaction while we wait for our bodies to change or our children to get older or to have more time. When all of those positive emotions that you think you're going to gain when those things happen are available to you now. And I'm going to say this, tomorrow is not promised to anyone. I believe that today is what we make of it. So whether you're chasing a new career, you're chasing more confidence, you want food and body image freedom, you want a new house, I want to offer, can you live today like you have those things already? And what do I mean by that? The reason we want any of those things, it's not really about the thing. It's not really about the, the career. It's not really about the confidence. It's not about the new house. It's that we all want the feeling that we think having that thing will bring. So I'm going to say that again. The reason any of us wants anything, it's not really about that thing itself. It's that we want the feeling that we think having that thing will bring. And if you, th- if you doubt me, just think about why you want anything. <laughs> Keep asking yourself why you'll see at the end of the day, it is tied to a feeling. And for so many of us, that could be just, you know, feeling fulfilled and happy. I think about my former client, Victoria, who wanted to get a new job and she was having so many challenges getting one. And when we started working together, her biggest issue was that she had too many emotions, but then she also wanted a job. She wanted to feel confident to apply for a new job so she could advance her career and then At the end of the why, she just wanted to feel fulfilled. And fulfillment is what? This feeling of happiness and satisfaction. That's what she wanted. So I challenged her by asking, why do you need to wait for the job to feel fulfilled? When this is an emotion that's available to you right now. She couldn't understand why. Because to her, she already had way too many emotions. And obviously, fulfillment wasn't one of them. Funny enough, her dominant feeling was anger. So I said, you know what? If you can create anger through your thoughts, the thoughts that you're thinking, you can create fulfillment and you can feel happy right now. You can feel satisfied right now, not when the job comes. Because at the end of the day, our feelings drive our actions or inactions. And those feelings are driven by thoughts. So the more you think about your life, the thoughts that you're having right now, those are the things that are creating the feelings that you're having. So if you can spend time thinking thoughts that are creating overwhelm and stress, and dissatisfaction and and unhappiness, you can also create thoughts that would help you feel the feelings that you want in the distant future today. For that client, one of her conditions was that she also wanted to lose weight. She felt like her body didn't fit the picture of a successful woman. The picture in her mind was a woman who was not her size. And that woman had confidence and she didn't. So we just started playing around with that. And I said, let's get comfortable with what anger feels like. And of course, I coached her on how to process anger. So it's not like we just decided to create feelings and move on. There was a lot of work. There was a lot of uprooting previous conditioning and learning to process emotions and just sitting with that. And we started working on that. And within a month of working together, she had a job offer. And then she got another job offer. And then she got a third job offer. 
nothing changed. Her body didn't change. She was still the same size. But her thinking about herself changed. She started believing in the possibility of being that woman now. And because she opened up her mind to believe in that possibility, she stopped delaying her living. She started feeling more comfortable at home, more confident speaking up for herself, more confident, so confident that she actually pitched herself to a company. And that's the company that eventually hired her and she's working there right now, having the best time of her life. And why am I sharing this story? Because I think there's so many of you waiting and delaying your season of thriving and living in the world until someday in the future, but you're not even sure of tomorrow. So what if you can create that feeling today and enjoy that feeling in this moment with the people whom you love? Just imagine for a minute how that would feel. Imagine how your days would be different. So I'm going to give you a challenge here and then I'm going to wrap up. Here's my challenge to you. Over the next week, do what I call a feelings audit. What does that mean? Just pay attention to all the feelings that you have. Notice how long you're spending in those feelings. What are the things that you're doing? What are the thoughts that you're having? What are people telling you? What are you watching? What are the things that are around evoking those feelings within you? And then at the end of the week, take a look. See where most of your feelings were. Were you mostly in positive feelings? Or were you mostly in negative feelings? I don't like using negative because I think that feelings are just feelings. They're neutral. But the negative ones are the ones we tend to want to avoid. The ones that may not be productive for some people. Just notice how those feelings impacted your day-to-day living. I bet you if you notice that you lived with a lot of positive emotions and feelings and energy, your day was very different. So how could you bring more of that into your life? And if you're someone who finds that, you know, you have a lot of negative emotions and feelings and experiences, nothing has gone wrong. I'd like to invite you to decide whether that is helpful for you or not. And if it's not helpful, could you start thinking differently about how you approach those experiences? Start to think of how you could cultivate more positive experiences and positive feelings today. Because the sooner you do that, the sooner you feel good. And when you're feeling good, you're motivated to take actions that drive you in a positive direction. Then you become an energetic match for more good things. And then you go from existing to thriving, which is all about prospering and flourishing today. And that's what I want for you. Today is a good day to live your life to the fullest. Today is a good day to just let happiness soak through your body. Today is a good day to feel restful Instead of thinking that you have to wait till your child leaves the house, you can thrive today. So that's my challenge to you. Stop delaying your living and start thriving right now. So go on and do your audit and come share with me on Instagram. I'm at Olive and Bliss Wellness. I'll also put the link in the show notes. I'm curious to know what your energy audit says at the end of the week. If you can't do a whole week, just take a few days and try it out. It's going to tell you so much about your life. All right, my friends, I love you so much. Have a beautiful week ahead. And as always, keep thriving. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, you've got to check out my free food freedom guide because it gives you practical steps you can take to let go of dieting, stop obsessing about food and eat in a way that you enjoy. 
get your food freedom guide at oliveandbliss.ca slash foodfreedom. And if you'd like to learn more about me and how I can support you to make peace with food and your body, then head on over to oliveandbliss.ca. I'm always rooting for you, my friend. Until next time, keep thriving.